Millennial Muggle, Episode 8, Boo You Horcrux. Hi, I'm Kiz. Hi, I'm Kim. And you're listening to Millennial Muggle. We have just finished Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Part 1. Part 1. For those avid Harry Potter fans, we are doing our podcast episode split according to the films. Yes, I hear that Kim, Kim bookmarked where the first movie finishes. Yeah. Savage cut. <laughs> we don't want to talk about, we're not going to talk about what just happened. We're going to get we're there at start. the end. Yeah. From the very beginning. We need to go from the start. So like, cause there's, this is obviously dense. There's yeah, a lot. We like... really need to break this down. And if we jump all over the place, it's just going to be a nightmare for everyone, including kids who has to edit tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> it's 9 PM. <laughs> the night before we're meant to do it. <laughs> Oops. Anyway. Um, so this book starts off with two very sad quotes about death. And I think this is the first book that starts with quotes as well. I think so. I think it's the first and only one. And I was like, this is not good. Yeah. This is not good. The grinding scream of death. That's the second line. I also the quote. quote. <laughs> I actually quite like this one. I quite the like William the second Penn. one. I just read that. Yeah. Wow. It's quite, um. So it's kind of, it almost, I mean, I'm very much reading this very quickly, but it looks like there's two different scenarios of death there. Kind of a good one, kind of a bad one. Interesting. And Mm. opening it, you're like, well, this nothing that comes after this is going to be that happy. Yeah. (sighs) I'm nervous. So the book obviously opens with Lord Voldemort and Snape is firmly on Voldemort's side. Yes. Chapter one, it's very clear. He's sitting at the table talking about um, their plan to capture HP. Yeah. Also just see a woman be murdered in front of him yeah. in a very vicious way. I have to actually say, no spoilers, but in the movie, I, I very much get nightmares from from that bit. From this, that bit and a lot of this movie. So. Yeah, yeah. I can totally see why. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's very, dark. Very dark. And Voldemort, oh, I shouldn't say it's taboo. It's taboo. He'll be on his way to Warnable. (laughs) (laughs) Don't fucking say that. (laughs) Um, He's very much front and centre now. Mm. This is the first time I guess he's more of like an active character than like, not that he's been background, but like he's very much. I feel like. He's calling shots and he's like, he's now really seeking out. And I know in the Goblet of Fire that, you know, he obviously became some kind of human form. Yeah. I actually feel like this is the first book where you're like, he's literally like you and me. Almost. Yeah, he's like, like sitting at a table being yeah. like, what are we going to do? He's not thing. just like popping in to say g'day. Yeah. He's g'day. he's there. He's in he's in the flesh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Scary. Yeah. Very scary. Um, okay, so yeah, we've opened up obviously with Voldemort mm-hmm. and we get the first sign of emotional intelligence from Dudley. Of all characters. I mean, light bulb flashing, big moment. Yeah. But like... When he's like, what are they going to do with Harry? How pure. I know. Yeah, and the cup of tea that he left at the door, like it was him trying to be nice. Yeah, he really... Like, you know, you're however many... Seven years too late, mate. But, I know. You know, I guess it counts for something. Yeah. And that little moment he has with Petunia, when she's sort of left alone with him for a second and you, you think she might say something... But then mm. she just hurries out and she doesn't say anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I wish she said something. Yeah. Yeah. You, that was really her moment. And I thought she would have a moment after, especially the letter that Dumbledore reminds her of mm. in the book before. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Um, and we're introduced to the Seven Potters, which I think I was sitting with you and I was like, Seven Potters? Mm. Does he have siblings? <laughs> Such a dickhead. Um, yep, so they have to get him out of the house to a safe place. And then we mm. met with the two first deaths. I just want to draw our attention to one thing first. Oh, yeah. I find this book very interesting. Like, there's a few... This is jumping the gun a bit with the storyline, but whatever. We've all read it, so it's fine. <laughs> seven Potters, Seven Horcruxes. Oh, yeah. Three Peveril brothers, Harry, Ron, Hermione, three of them. Oh. I just find it very... I feel like there's subtle hints where there's lots of things that are, like, mm. aligning, which are, like... I don't know if they're meant to be. I don't know if it's on purpose, but I just feel like it's subtle. You like know? everything in this book has to be on purpose. Like essentially there's seven potters. Harry's kind of being split seven times. Obviously not actually. Quite li- yeah. But there are seven of him and yeah. arguably there's seven of Voldemort. Yeah. You know? And isn't like breaking a mirror seven years of bad luck? Yeah. Don't tell don't me that I'm drawing is, strange. Nah, I feel like that's drawing. Well, at the start of this book, it actually says little nod by J.K. Rowling is the dedication of this book is split seven ways. Can you also see how that's written in a lightning bolt? Yeah. yeah. I didn't actually notice that until I don't know what I thought it was. Until just then. But thank you, Kim. I was so Overanalyzing at its best. It's coming. It's, I love it. It can finally all come out. I know. Audience. I can find. Well, maybe Not the next yet. one. But yeah, next one you can tell me yeah. all of your burning yeah. like it, theories. That They're not been theories. Out. They're legitimate. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, she so seven potters, and obviously we are met with the first blow mm. to the Order of the Phoenix. Madai. Yeah. R.I.P. Because of bloody Mungdungus. Is that how you say it? Mungdungus. Close enough, I feel. Mungdungus. <laughs> Mungdungus. He just out of there. He was out of there. Little snitch. Little shit. Just as bad as Wormtail, in Can, my opinion. I mean, I know obviously what he did is bad, but if I was face to face with Voldemort, not sure I, you know, like I'm not sure that's spoken like a true Gryffindor. <laughs> would anyone else agree? I mean, very scary. Sounds more like a Hufflepuff to me. I'm definitely not Hufflepuff. I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> what would you do? Yeah, I'd probably be yeah. out of there. But I'm not. I'm a Ravenclaw. I mean, I, I never said I would actually do it. I'm just not sure. <laughs> like I probably would think about it. <laughs> um, yeah. So we obviously come. That's our first death and Voldemort can fly yeah. terrifying just when you thought he couldn't get any worse yeah he just doesn't even need a broom I know yep um but Harry obviously just narrowly escapes which he's done a few times in part one of this book <laughs> just like seconds he's done yeah the whole way through yeah absolutely so I was really worried that Hagrid was gonna die because if they were on that bike and yeah. Harry's in the sidecar and all that and then Hedwig. I find it really sad when they're waiting for like waiting at the burrow for people to come. It's yeah. like just like that sort of ticking people off that and now biting loop and being yeah. very aggressive like Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I feel like like obviously we've never lived through a war where like we've been personally affected by it. Mm. But I kind of get that sense of this is what that is. You yeah. know, like you're waiting to Who gets to hear. off the boat or you know yeah. who comes home. I feel like it's a taste of I don't know. I don't know if you could say it's similar. It's what I imagine to be similar though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and Hedwig. Hedwig Do you know so we went camping two weeks ago for Kim's birthday and I took this little book along with me. I was like, oh, I'll just read this at the campsite with all these people around and all these people started dying and Hedwig and I was like, I can't. 
this like music playing. Can I? I can't cry. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be alone for this. So I had Wiggs is a big. He's a big blow. Yeah, it's really sad. And then he feels like he can't fully mourn it because it's like almost overshadowed by Mad Eye. Yeah, because he's like you know. It's the pet versus a person. But it's arguably... more than a pet. It's his best friend, like, yeah. from the beginning. You yeah. Know, like, his first introduction, almost, to magic. Mm. Well, his first ally in the magic world was really Hagrid and then Hedwig. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've fully processed that. I think I've repressed that one a bit. I'm just going to, like, get a month out of reading all these books and then just start crying. Yeah. (laughs) Just thinking about all these people. I mean, I guess that was probably the good thing about having them spaced out by, like, a year as you kind of got over it. Yeah. And then the next one came out and you were like... (laughs) I just have trauma upon trauma upon trauma. Yeah. not dealing with. Yeah, so that was a very, very intense start to this book. Mm. But then we got the wedding. Then we get the wedding. Which I am imagining is the only good part, happy part of this whole book. It's an it's a really beautiful thing amongst yeah. a lot of sh- like bad times. Yeah, yeah. But it also is becomes dark when they get. <gasps> I know the wedding the... gets crashed. Yeah, yeah. Just like also Victor Crumb at the wedding, like mm. very contentious of Ron's brother to have yeah. Victor Crumb. I mean, I guess it was Fleur's invite, but like you can veto someone every now and again well i guess no one else would have known the dynamics between hermione ron and victor i feel like everybody like fleur would have known the dynamic between hermione and victor and would have picked up that ron like she's she's with it i feel like it's sneaky but i love it like it's just like a little bit of drama i wouldn't have thought read that much into it but but victor is the vessel to which we first discover the mark of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Yeah. So that. So Luna's dad's wearing it, and he loses his. He loses his shit. He's like, why is he wearing a dark mark? Which do we want to return to that later? We talk about. We will return to that later. The Hallows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then we've also got the Dumbledore, as aptly put by Rita Skeeter, "Life and Lies," Mm. and we're starting to learn more about him. But we know it's through Rita Skeeter, so we're. I am taking it with a grain of salt. But yeah. the, but we have all, always said all the way through, we don't know anything about Dumbledore. Yeah, we so don't. So this is how we're starting to learn more. And some of the questions that are popping up is his sister, arguably is the biggest one, like mm. what happened to Ariana. Was she a squib and imprisoned? I would like to think she wasn't. There was something else wrong with her mm. that we're going to find out later in the book and it's going to all make sense. Because I still think Dumbledore's good. Yeah. <laughs> We're not there yet. I can't say it, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This I feel, is my... That's my... I feel like as you're re- like reading it for the first time, I definitely had that urge to be like, nah, Dumbledore's good. Like, he's the one almost stall, steady, good person, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know there's heaps, but he's like the shining light. Yeah, exactly. That. Well, that's what I think. I still think he... He's good, but I am still frustrated by... Well, actually, I'm going around in circles because I'm like... I'm with Ron and Harry and Hermione being like... We're on this pointless expedition, Mm. seemingly pointless, where we're just camping all over the countryside, no idea what we're really doing, why didn't he tell us more? But now that we've just learned about the Deathly Hallows, I'm wondering if 
Dumbledore really did leave important clues. But I I'm, of, might be jumping again. But I also feel like, because I remember this whole question getting very frustrated with Dumbledore the whole way through. Mm. Like, why wouldn't he just fucking say, yeah. go read the Deathly Hallows? Like, why did he have to give, like, yeah. Hermione a stupid book, but maybe, Harry the Snitch? Like, why did he have to do all these different, crypt, like, cryptic things cryptic, in his yeah. will that, like, obviously mean different things, but Hermione has to read a picture storybook to come up with the Deathly Hallows? Like, well, I, I feel like maybe he was doing it because there is... Um, is it legomancy and things like they can? Mm. If if he was to tell them all his secrets and then they one yeah. of them got tortured or something or, this or is got a good point. given the potion, then that's all the thing out the door. But I also feel like yeah, it's probably better to equip the three people that are supposed to do the mission with more mm. information, definitely. Or just like you know, write the symbol down, point to it, and just be like, this is this, this one. This is important. I won't say anything. Just point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Or tell Hermione. And yeah. also, because, you know, obviously, like, yeah, they they could get capt- captured and read them read their minds and stuff like that. But there's also things that they've learned along the ways to block that as well. Mm. So it's like, occlumency, whatever it is. <laughs> that <laughs> thing he did with Snape. Yeah. When in, back in Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. He knows how to block it. Kind of. Well, sort of. Harry kind of sucks at it. Yeah. <laughs> but surely Hermione would be good. Just tell her. Yeah, exactly. So we've got, or we've jumped a little bit because we haven't talked about Creature and the mission that Mm. he actually had to do for Voldemort, of all people. I think it brings up that whole thing again with where Hermione was going on about how Mm. ourselves have treated as less human and things like, like, you really do see that in this sad tale with Creature. Yeah, exactly. And he really has a transformation of his own in terms of... You know, he ends up cooking like I know. <laughs> how cute apron and stuff. But when yeah, so you find out who Rab is. It's Regulus Black. Mm. So you say Regulus. Yeah. And I'm still not 100 percent sure. So he was against Voldemort in the end, Regulus. So Regulus was. Or did part, he just want? He was a Death power. Eater. Yeah. He saw how Voldemort treated creature, and I think he probably had inklings along the way to be like, "No, nah, this is bad stuff." Mm. And obviously then decided to go against him. Yeah, and swap the, final the locket. Yeah. But obviously, like, the note that he left in the locket in the Half-Blood Prince, he obviously knew that he wouldn't have long. Like, yeah. So that, to me, really showcases how powerful Voldemort was back then. Mm. Well, he drank, like, he took Creature back there and he drank the potion and told Creature to swap it. Yeah. Like, he knew that... He wouldn't survive that mission, probably similar to how Dumbledore kind of mm. knew that there's a high chance he wouldn't yeah. survive it. Um, so that's like the first mystery really solved about R.A.B. and the whole thing. But then they have to go and find... I can't believe they had held the locket. <laughs> oh know. my God, you would just be kicking yourself. I know. Yeah. And so... And where do they have to go find it? Dolores Umbridge. <gasps> I thought that bitch was dead. I know. <laughs> and when she turns up at the funeral, I know it's booked the last book, but oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. What I is... still probably hate her the most out yeah. of all the characters in the book. Even Voldemort? Oh, second to Voldemort. You I know, here's, a, here's an unpopular opinion. Obviously, like... Oh, I don't oh know. here she goes. Like, Voldemort is bad and stuff, right? Like, hate him. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> You know, you kind of got to admire him a little bit. Like, <laughs> Maybe he's working like a Slytherin. <laughs> I'm very confused about your house. No, but just like, like it's pretty amazing. 
to yeah. be that young as and Tom ambitious. Riddle yeah. and ambitious and split your soul seven times. Like, yeah. it is, like, hate him, Impressive obviously. magic. Kind of, yeah, yeah, kind of, you know, impressive. <laughs> you heard it here first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I've never not thought that. So. But you've, but you, so that's why I think Umbridge is worse. Is that what you're about to say? Umbridge is worse? Yeah, I think she's the worst. Mm, worse than Voldemort. Yeah, because she is like, it because it's like senseless violence. From yeah, her. exactly. Yeah. Like at least like Voldemort has a mission with this pure blood thing. You know, she doesn't have a mission. She just latches onto like she's latched onto this pure blood mission. Obviously, it was aligned with her ideology anyway. But like, let's get into the political ideology yeah. of Dolores Umbridge <laughs> and Kim's seemingly support of it. No, <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, I not just, support. No, it. I don't support <laughs> it. Oh my god, no. But I just think like. She just, I feel like any kind of thing, she's one of those people that's like, yeah, let's, anything bad, she's just kind of like for, I don't yeah. know. She's a sponge. Yeah, she's a sponge She'd for like bad stuff. She'd like her a puppy just for no reason. Yeah. Kind of person. Well, she, like, the punishment that she enforced in Hogwarts, like, yeah. this, like I must not tell lies, mm. doing that on, like, you know, the kids that who are 11 years old, like. Yeah, I like that she's so symbolic of the ministry as an institution, though. Yeah. Like, any time that... Is it Scrimgower? Scrimgower? Oh, Scrim, Scrimmager? Scrimmager. Yeah, the, the new head of the ministry. Who's dead at the who wedding. dies by this yeah. point. Yeah. But he tries to always get information out of Harry and Harry, the the faint scarring still on his hand, mm. it, he, it keeps being a reminder to him of that, that the ministry doesn't represent something good. He's yeah. like, well, if, if your ministry was really so good, why do I have this? And yeah. it's like, she definitely becomes, yeah, that, I guess, symbol of... Yeah, Author- misplaced authority and senseless and enforcement I, of it, like yeah. not nonsensical, not common sense. And I feel like a beautiful, well, not bureaucratic, a beautiful. like at its finest, like red yeah. tape in a person. <laughs> and I feel like like a prime example of that, like senseless violence and like just like downright grossness of her <laughs> is having mad eyes, his eye, eye on her door. Yeah, like, and it's like what. The fudge, like what the fudge, what the Cornelius fudge, what the Cornelius fudge, <laughs> like that. I we should have used every curse word like <laughs> someone's name. What the Cornelius? Yeah, honestly, like I yeah. remember reading that and just being like, "How low can you go?" Yeah, just that again. That e- just evil. Mm. Like he didn't need to do that. He need to make his death a trophy. And mm. you're kicking yourself. Like Harry's kicking himself that he took the eye, but. It's a testament to how good he is of a person. And he couldn't just leave it there, but then no. ultimately taking the eye alerted the whole ministry that someone was in there, which is like, was their undoing in the You mission. know what? YOLO. Like, yeah. for a good bride. But, yeah, <laughs> then he buried it in a good spot. So, yeah. you know. But yeah. that's very nerve-wracking, that whole... That's This whole book gets, is nerve-wracking. Yeah, I've been on the edge of my seat the whole time because they're in the ministry... All transformed. You might even finish it tonight. Man. Yeah, I know, right? I'm going to edit this episode and then just... I actually haven't got that much to go. Yeah, so. you don't. They all get split up in the ministry. Mm. Ron's got to go fix some... His leaky. wife. Yeah, yeah. Some room that's raining. Oh, that's right. And, you know, it's... Yeah. And his wife is on trial, like, who is... Yeah, and so Hermione's, like, next to Umbridge and... Mm. Yeah, that... Yeah. And they have to treat so Arthur Weasley bad. I know. Yeah, it's break- heartbreaking. Yeah. But, but yeah, very scary. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so after... But they get the locket. But they get the locket. Yeah, exactly. So after that... Of course they get the locket. Yeah. A right little bit of the... Harry Potter, I have to say, is like, well, of course they get that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
But while we're at the ministry, this you just pointed to the page and I'm like, I wanted to talk about them. The Muggle-Born Registration Commission. Mm, it's very World War Two, isn't it? Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Like, is there any parallels we can yeah. draw to real life history? Yeah, absolutely. And even like, oh, I can't, don't they have to wear something to signal that they're a muggle or something? Oh, I don't know about, I'm not sure about that, but they have to keep going into trials if they, they oh, might, no, they I just have, can't remember. They have to prove that they're, yeah. they're bloodline and stuff. Yeah. 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 So that's obviously a glimpse into the new world order that Voldemort, if he wins, mm. this is what the reality is going to be. Mm. And you're seeing, well, like we've talked about before, that Ron, Hermione and Harry all represent a different kind of faction of this mm. world. And Hermione is the muggle-born mm. and she's, they're so hyper-aware of that now. Like she can't go into a lot of the missions because they're like... If you that, get caught, if you, you get caught, yeah, that's it. I find like, I love that she sends her parents to Australia. They're like, no one would ever find you in Australia. <laughs> We're not that far away. <laughs> We're still relevant. We're still Baltimore read Harry Potter. Still fly there if you really wanted to. Um, do they have wizards in Harry Potter? Did you just say no? <laughs> in Australia, I was I was like, like, uh, do they have wizards and witches in Australia? I wonder. Imagine the way they'd say all their spells. Yeah. When Gaudiosa. Potter. Potter. Yeah. Yeah, so that's obviously like another element on top that they're rounding up essentially all of the muggles. Yeah, it is very World War Two ish. Yeah. It's interesting to see like well, I guess it's interesting to see like our history sort of be played out in like a magical world. The equivalent, like I mm. would say that it's very equivalent to Voldemort being Hitler, his the Death Eaters being Nazis, mm. their ideology of pure born, having a great race, mm. that kind of thing. It's yeah. yeah, it just shows the way that yeah, power, yeah, like power in the wrong hands, mm. and those who think they're entitled to yeah the power and i feel like it applied to freaking everything honestly yeah (laughs) but you see by the like towards the end of this part one that they're just killing them for fun yeah they're just finding like what happened and i feel like the whole parallel with our history is real like it makes it real for us because you Mm. do draw that parallel and then you think well like circumstances similar happened before Mm. obviously hitler didn't succeed Otherwise, we would live in a very different world. But it, mm. like, it's that same thing. Well, what happens if Voldemort succeeds? Like, yeah. what does the world look like? And even on that, um, like, pirate radio station that they have, mm. Kingsley says, and I'm just finding the quote. He's urging people to also protect muggles around them. Like, put a put a protection charm over their house. He says something like, "We're humans first, yeah. and foremost. We're all just humans." and yeah, I thought that was a really good quote. Mm. So I love how Lee Jordan's on the underground. Yeah, <laughs> like was, of all people, I know. Him. <laughs> I love him. He's the best commentator of Quidditch. Yeah, and now a great DJ. <laughs> <laughs> um. So another big question mark over, if we want to keep on with Dumbledore for a second, is Godric's Hollow. Yeah, let's the go fact there. That Godric's Hollow is where. Harry Potter's family died and where he was born where he was born and where his parents were killed and also where Dumbledore's family settled and mm. and Dumbledore has so much to do with Godric's Hollow yet 
he never Harry said. can't yeah he can't believe why he never said and made that connection you would think that would be like I know when I meet people to get on the same page as them you do try and relate to them as much as possible like yeah. you say oh yeah like I went to uni there too or whatever. yeah you know yeah. you do that straight away like you'd kind of think that that would be an automatic yeah. Yeah, so you were born in Godric's Hollow. Like, let me tell you about it. My connection I to it. I lived there. Mm. But obviously something so bad happened there that he... Yeah. Maybe he's just blocked it out and he didn't want to... Maybe he didn't want Harry to know what happened there. Yeah. And it's interesting that so many well-known wizarding names are buried in the graveyard there. Mm. And the whole Grindelwald's mark. I'm like, what? I'm yeah, I don't know what that's all about. Like why are there so many prominent families involved with that place? So we've got the Peverells. Yeah. We've got Dumbledore obviously. Yeah. Lillian Jones obviously. Lily. Was it on their graves? Yeah, there was yeah, lots of graves that had different names. No, but was it on Lillian James's grave, the mark? No, I don't think so, actually. Now that I think about it. No. I don't think it was. I can't remember. They just had the quote about conquering death or something. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. I wondered, because it said, there was one about where your treasure lies. Oh, on Ariana's grave. It's like, where the treasure lies, your heart lies, or something. And I thought maybe there's something to do with the locket, like the heart locket, yeah. something in there, but it wasn't. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think all of those things are starting to eat away at Harry's trust for Dumbledore, because he's like, well, if you didn't tell me about that, then what else hasn't he told mm. me? Like, that seems like such a fundamental thing after all those years of teaching him at Hogwarts he never brought it up Mm, like he knew him for six years yeah it's a long time and mentored him for the majority of that like Mm. yeah and you'd also it goes back to like that earlier conversation where we had about Harry where it's like you know wouldn't you think you would ask more about your parents and stuff now that you know people who know them Mm. you know he just never it's like I find Harry frustrating as well because he, I feel like he didn't ask some basic, like I feel like he is removed almost from being like us because he didn't ask those basic questions. Yeah. Like I know if I suddenly found out my dead parents were associated with or were witches and wizards, I would want to know as much about my parents as I could from mm. those people who were just like them. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah. Like he has a photo book from Harry in, uh, from Hagrid in the first book. Mm. And then, like, you only hear snippets about Lily and James literally till this last book. Yeah, like, and there's a letter from Lily that he found in Sirius's old room. Oh, yeah, room. and obviously it's stuff from Sirius and Lupin. Yeah, but, like, and she says... Um, even they don't say much. ...how Dumbledore borrowed the invisibility cloak, which goes to the Deathly Hallows and yeah. what those are. Okay, also, Bathilda Bagshot... As a snake. <gasps> oh. Terrifying. Stuff dreams made of in the movie. Terrifying. Yeah. My dream. Nightmares of that. Yeah. When the snake comes out of her neck. Yeah. And there's like a smell in there. I'm like, oh. Uh, you know as soon as you go there. Yeah. Something's up. Mate. Yeah. And that the fact that she doesn't talk to Hermione because obviously can only speak past her tongue. tongue. Wouldn't Hermione pick up that that's happening? Like wouldn't well, Hermione Well, she know didn't that- say anything. She kept just motioning to Harry wouldn't talk in front of Hermione. That's why she said only oh. come upstairs, only Harry. Because she's about to talk and Harry doesn't know when it's parcel tongue. Yeah, Because right. he just understands Because he just it. understands, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... And that is such a close... Um, close call. Close call. Hermione saves the day. Yes, as always. Amazing. <sighs> Amazing. Almost doesn't, but... <laughs> and Ron's not there because he bloody left. Yeah. 
he got hangry. <laughs> I have to say the whole, like, there's so much that's just them sitting around camping and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, it's so, like, it's like when you move out of home and you're like, this is going to be the best. And then you're like, this is so shit. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the plan? Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do today? Yeah. I and I think it's important, though, that there is so much of that and nothing happening because it really does. Mm. Um, like highlight the fact that they were really given no instructions mm. by Dumbledore. Well, seemingly no instructions. And so much time has gone by. Yeah. Voldemort's gaining power. Yeah. What's and they're happening? just like, these things could be literally anywhere. Yeah. Where do you begin? Like, it it's could overwhelming. Be like, you can feel that mm. it's so overwhelming, yet they have to just keep moving and they have no food. And, um, mm. like, Ron loses all that blood in the ministry, so he's, like, not well. But yeah. he obviously comes back and saves the day with the sword. Mm. I think it is important that he left, though, because it does show, like, they're not perfect as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And he know? knew straight away. Like, he tried to get back straight away. Mm. Um, and he couldn't find them. Mm. And then that, then you realise this is another example of where, like, Dumbledore does know best because... Or Dumbledore always has a greater plan because the Deluminator... Deluminator. It shows him where they are. Yeah. And it comes in handy so often. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah, I think it's going to happen with all the things. Well, even now learning about the Hallows and the book that Hermione's reading, it's like that's got all the clues about the three yeah, brothers. Yeah, straight away. Yeah. But the oh. question before we get to those is the Silver Doe. Mm. Who swapped the right, the sword? Who's the Silver Doe? And oh. <laughs> Yeah! I don't know. It's a Patronus, yeah? Well, you can't say. Oh, this is not going to... Because I find it interesting that Harry doesn't outwardly say he saw a, a Patronus of a doe. He just said a silver doe. Like, mm. <laughs> you're trying not to give anything away, I know. But yeah, I can't. I'm so stumped. I just I, cannot. Like, we literally need to film you when you get to the chapter that I want you to get to. Because, like, you're just going to be like, holy yeah. moly. And I, like, you're so close. Am I? Yeah. Yeah. See, that I have nothing on. Because your Patronus can change, so it could actually be maybe anyone from the Order. Stop thinking. Okay, let's go to the next bit. So, yeah, Ron comes back with the Sword of Gryffindor. They, they kill the locket. Yep. The Horcrux. Also, how funny with the Harry and Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his worst fear. Yeah. That's his worst fear. Yeah. And he's like, I like her like a sister. I love her like a sister, mate. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, okay. The Hallows. The Hallows. Let's do it. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> I have to say, I do love that it's in a picture storybook because I feel like so much of the stuff we learn yeah. is in picture storybooks. Like, yeah. it's like a fable. Like, yeah, it's like the... This um, is how you could live your life. The... What's the brothers? The... Grimm brothers? Yeah, the brothers mm. Grimm. Or it's almost even like, you know, um, when... You read about some of the, like, Dreamtime stories and they're like, you know, the bullfrog... Is it the bullfrog that, like, spewed the water and that created the rivers and stuff like, like that? Like a fable Yeah, or a it's almost like that. This yeah. is how history could have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love it. And that they're like, why would he just give me a kid's book? It's like, he knows. He knows. Got more plan. So, the Deathly Hallows... So, it's a story of the three brothers. Mm-hmm. They're crossing the bridge and Death says, what, like... What is your deepest desire or whatever? One gets a wand, one gets a rock, and one, one gets, gets the, cloak. the cloak. So the theory is 
well, that Harry really believes, but the other two don't really think it's relevant, is that maybe the way to defeat Voldemort is to get the three Deathly Hallows. So my question now, is it possible, or is it, is, are they the clues that Dumbledore's left behind? Like, is the stone in the ring, is the cloak one, and do they just need to find the wand? But what about the Horcruxes? Should they do those? Because that's what Dumbledore left officially left them to do mm. that's what obviously i'm going to find out but i'm pretty convinced by the hallows but then the question also is that does voldemort know about the deathly hallows too i mean dark because they're in a children's book surely so you think he would know well i think like if it's literally in a children's book that every wizarding family has read like but he wasn't he was in a muggle orphanage. yeah but he then went to hogwarts where like every wizard like at 11 you're still talking about books but Hermione and Harry didn't know about it. True. Only Ron did. Yeah. Because it was like assumed. It was like the three but little pigs. Also, I feel like because he's wizard. so old, he's probably picked up on it. Yeah. But would he take something like that seriously? In the same way he he undermined... Like he's like 70. ...creature and the fact that elf magic, house elves can disapparate mm. um, where wizards can't. Has he undermined like a simple children's book maybe? True. Yeah. And my big question too is that Gaunt was saying that they he had a connection to the Perival family, but then later on Harry says he must be related to that family, to the one of the three brothers, because he's got one of the cloaks. So what does that mean? Does that mean he's related to Gaunt? Like that Slytherin line? Or I don't know. Well, Why did James meant, have the invisibility cloak? It was meant to be sorted into Slytherin. Mm. What was a note that James got? Like, what, no, sorry. What was a note that Harry got when he got the invisibility cloak? Oh, I don't remember. Do you remember? It was like, my father left this in yeah. my possession. Now That's it's right. passed to you. But then how is Gaunt? How are the Gaunts related and the Potters? Well, Gaunt just claims it. I feel like there's no proof yet. Mm. We don't have the proof yet. It's just a claim. Mm. So yeah, maybe one of the three brothers is. Well, the th- well, their brothers are all. <laughs> yeah. So maybe they're descendants. Maybe that's what makes Harry the one that Voldemort wants to kill because they're cousins. He could because <laughs> they're cousins <laughs> because he could potentially hold the key to conquering death itself. That his family could have the three mm. Deathly Hallows, which it would be what Voldemort would fear the most because he could never be stronger than that. Mm. I'm riffing here, and Kim's giving me bugger all, which is good because. Well, I've got my theory. Yeah, but well, it's you, the theory. It's so. the theory. <laughs> it's the plot that you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, I just have so. Like every point I've put to talk about, it's just like question mark, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Could it be this? Could it be Cute that? tidbit. The book that um, Hermione's given by Dumbledore, you can buy that book. Really? I gave that to Apple for his 18th birthday. Oh, that's nice. Cute. That's cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I just feel like there are so many questions. Also, what's in the snitch? Is it the stone? Yeah, the And snitch. the mark of Grindelwald. I still don't know if that was, you know, Crumb obviously had a strong idea that it was associated with dark magic. Mm. But... Is it? 
or is it about the hallows? And therefore, they're not necessarily dark magic. Mm. <sighs> I genuinely thought the hallows, Deathly Hallows was going to be a place. What's a What's hallow? A hallow? <laughs> <laughs> Can you look it up? Yeah, hallow definition. Uh, to hallow is to make a whole, to make holy or sacred, to sanctify. I can't even read those words. Oh, because hallowed be thy name, like the Lord prayer. <gasps> wow. Oh God, the light of the world. <laughs> so out. Is it that one? No, it is interesting. Like, I mean, I don't know really. Hallowed it... be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. The deathly on earth. Maybe it's the deathly thing. The mm. deathly symbol, and she just couldn't. She wanted. Well, I think it's word. saying that it's like a an item made sacred. So these yeah. are items made. Yeah, I think special like by by death itself. Hallow is to is to make holy or sacred. Yeah, so you'd like so they're making or... deathly sacred, which I guess is what they did because they made death a thing that they could beat, but they still. Well, you could have, like, holy hallows. That would be, like, holy items. And this is, like, deathly items. Oh, right. Yeah, I get you. Sorry. Yeah. I think. No, I think you're definitely right. I think Thwipo's really dumb. (laughs) No (laughs) one judge us. (laughs) With the literature major student. (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) Who didn't read Harry Potter, so. (laughs) I know. It's It's amazing you didn't have to study it at uni, but anyway. (laughs) Melbourne Uni. (laughs) Harry Potter on your literature. So curriculum. obviously, post Xenopho, what's his name? Xenophilia Lovegood. Xenophilius, yep. Xenophilia. Who, yeah, Xenophilia by the way, Lovegood. tried to betray them, but also, you can't blame him. What a vibe. Of. Yeah, you can't blame him. But, but also, we know now that Luna's been taken, which is absolutely yeah. distressing. Yeah, but, but she's out of the thing. But bless Luna's soul. Bless Dobby for getting them out. And then I was going to say, let's talk about Malfoy Manor first. Oh yeah, okay. That yeah. whole bit with um, Hermione getting freaking tortured. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's really very stressful. You, mm. you really feel like this is it. I think. Like, I how do they like get out of this? It. And I remember like reading the book and being like, that this is halfway. Like this, it can't be done. It can't be done. Yeah. And it can't be that easy just being delivered, like, found. It's He's such an idiot for saying... Who said it? word, Harry. Oh, Harry said it. Yeah. Um, so they're taking their... Very and sh- Draco... This is also... Sorry. Like, you kind of got to admire Voldemort for thinking of that, though. It's pretty smart. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> anyone is like, well, I'm going to say his name because yeah. I'm not afraid. It's like... Bam. Damn. Damn. I'm coming for you. Mm. Um... So, there's a few part things to this bit. One one thing I thought, because obviously Dobby comes in, mm-hmm. like operates in there and is able to get them out. Why do they not use house elf magic more? Mm-hmm. They really could have utilised him and Creature a lot more, I reckon. Maybe because they think they're subhuman. Yeah, maybe. They but that ingrained, yeah. toxic... Health elf, house elf ish in them. Mm. But they would have come in handy in a lot of situations. A lot of situations, oh. you know? Yeah. Like, think about Gringotts. What about the ministry, even, when they were, like, mm. in the court? Mm. Oh, I guess they could have... Appro- no, they can't have free out there. Anyway. Um, so they're taken into the lion's den, you could say. Literally. 
You one thing that you said when they were in there is this is Draco's moment. Yeah, I was like, surely this is going to be Draco's moment, and he did kind of deliver, except. He does also shoot spells at them mm. when they're trying to get away. It's very but weak, though. He does also say, "I don't, I couldn't be sure," and he sh- he would know that was Hermione yeah. and Ron because they weren't nothing was changed about them. And he said, "Oh, I don't really know." So he kind of helped them out there and bought them some time to debate whether or not it was Harry and Ron and Hermione because they were obviously all afraid to bring Voldemort there if it mm. wasn't them for sure. Um, the wand maker. Like Ollivander. Ollivander being in there and that whole thing about what's Voldemort, why does he want a wand so badly? Obviously comes back to the Hallows. Yeah, good does parallel, he know? good drawing line. Does he know about them and is he looking for that wand? Mm. Um, and then we have... Also Dean Thomas, time to shine. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, my boy is there. Yep. <laughs> sad Ted Tonks dies. Yeah, very sad. But lucky it wasn't Dean. I mean, sad that it was Ted, but I was like, no, not Dean, because I know you love him. I love him. And Dobby, this is where we have the very distressing moment that Dobby dies. Kira didn't cry. I just want to put that out to I, everyone. Just, I read it five minutes ago. I'm still processing. But I was in tears as you read. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think... Can we just flip back to the part in book two where you said, Dobby's really fucking annoying. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dobby. I can't believe. Do you regret? And I remember at the time I was like, oh, you can't say you that. Can't say, and I you were just you like, oh, that. I'm going to regret that. And do you regret it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Dobby's great. <laughs> Sweet oh, and he's like, I'm a free elf. He's a free and elf. the last thing he says is Harry Potter. Oh, it is really sad. It's traumatic. Yeah. At the beach and everything. Yeah. Does he say... What, where does he say his last word? He just says, Harry Potter. Oh. And then with a little shudder, the elf became quite still and his eyes were nothing more than great glassy orbs sprinkled with light from the stars they could not see. That is beautiful, right? Very beautiful. Very sad. But he did get them out of there. What a man. Last... Like, his last mission What a house elf. House elf. Was a life-saving one. Mm. They are constantly underestimated, aren't they? All he's done, all Dobby has done in he's his served. life is hey, uh, is save Harry Potter. Yeah, he has. Even at the start. Well, he is being annoying at the start when he's trying to stop. Nah, don't defend yourself, mate. No, he <laughs> wasn't. But then you realise. innocent little ourself. Yeah. And when he just wants money, like, but not too much, just a little bit. Yeah. No, that's too much. <laughs> I just want this. Place your soul, Dobby. I just love, though, that he goes up against Bellatrix and he says, Dobby has no master. Dobby's a free elf and Dobby's come to save Harry Potter and his friends. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. And it's also such a good moment that the thing that, you know, these pure blood families who think that they're the most powerful, again, underestimated mm. these house elves. They've always just assumed are their slaves and will be there for their bidding yeah. and just completely gets hoodwinked, mm. blindsided. But... But fuck she, Bellatrix. But she does get him. I know. <laughs> Sorry for the French, but I think we can all agree. Yeah. What a turd. Yeah. So now we're up to part two. I don't know. 
Okay, let's do a thing, which okay. is what I do when I read books to spoil them for myself. No, don't. I'm not reading a. I'm not. I'm not reading a last page. I'm not. I'm just gonna say we'll read the names of the chapters, and you can tell me what. You nah, want. nah. You don't want to. Nah, I don't want to. Okay. I don't want any. I don't want to know any spoilers. Okay. I've no gotten spoilers. this far, twenty four years, without a single spoiler to what I'm about to read. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty. It's pretty good. impressive. I can't believe you don't know how it ends. I don't know how it ends. Let. What do you think? So I think that. Harry will find the three Hallows, and that's how he's going to get Voldemort. I think they don't worry about the Horcruxes. It's all too hard. <laughs> Who so the you fuck think, knows where they are? <laughs> you think Harry's gonna win? Yeah. Yeah. I'm confident. Oh, don't be too confident. <laughs> At what cost? I don't know. More people are gonna die. Oh I yeah. Think. Who do you reckon's gonna die? I think. Well, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think that. Ron and Hermione, one of them, like one, one of, of go. Ron or Hermione are going to go. Yeah. They're just too important and we've grown to love them too much. Also a nice little good bit that we forgot to mention. Tonks. Tonks pregnant. Yeah. Beautiful. I know. Lupin's been a bit weird. Oh, he's just upset because he feels like he's... I think he thinks he's about to breed a wo- werewolf. But... I feel like this is the same energy as Edward Cullen when he impregnated Bella. Also same <laughs> energy as... a monster. <laughs> um, reggae... Jean in Bridgerton. Yeah. The Duke, I should say. The Duke, yeah. Same Just energy. Some. Yeah, it's Dad's definitely Edward Cullen. Don't you reckon? He's like, yeah. oh, we're going to have a vampire. We're going to have a werewolf. Exactly. Two worlds collide. Two worlds collide. Mm. Um, all right, well, I'm going to get reading. This is it. The final. The final The chapter. final section. So next episode, we'll just um, <gasps> forecast, obviously, sum up of the book, but also we'll the get series. all the people we've had on the show to come back and say the spoilers they couldn't say. Yeah. Yep. Which would be great. Also, a few of them have been said, but you don't know, so that's fine. We can open them <laughs> up to the open up to the floor, finally. I'm finally allowed on our Instagram feed because I've never been allowed on it because there's spoilers in it. Yeah. Oh, no, the spoilers in the messages. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I'm not allowed onto KK Media's Instagram. So finally I will be able to. Yeah. I'll be able to finally say I've read it. But you haven't watched it, so you know. And then there. that's that's the next episode. <laughs> then, then we'll go to a whole new place. I'm actually like, I don't know how I feel. It's only about an inch, two inches of book left. You could definitely this read it. This is my last, probably my last night as a millennial muggle. You reckon you're going to finish it in one go? Okay, maybe not. My last nah, week. No, I did. I finished this book in two days. My last week is a... I'm going to give myself a week. We got a week until we got to record, so... I'm going to... So I think I'm going to... I'm going to slow it, like, really... Nah, read it fast. Take it in. Read it as you want to read it. Read it as the journey takes you. This is just a huge moment. I feel... I feel sad. I don't want it to end. I know. God... But then you get to find out what happens at the end and what happens at like in twenty mm, years time. I know. What a journey! Thanks for joining us on the ride, whoever's still listening. There's actually a few people still listening. Thank you. Thank you. We'll, we'll be back, part two. This has been a KK Media production. If you like what you heard, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter via KK Media.